Welcome to another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. I'm Stephen. And today we are in Hebrews chapter 9. So I, I missed the first, like, what, four chapters? Yeah. Did y'all ever, like, make the coffee joke? Oh, no. Go he, for it. I don't, I don't know the joke. Yeah. It's just like the... There's like big churches that will have their coffee shop. Uh-huh. And they call it Hebrews. Hebrews. Yeah, <laughs> Hebrews. Anyways. All right. Oh, gosh. So speaking of judgment. <laughs> May it come down. <laughs> no, so uh, today we're going to be in uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27. Which makes me think, I'm sorry, about those songs people sing in churches where they ask for fire to come down. And I'm like, why are you singing that song? Yeah. <laughs> it's a horrible thing. It's like it's like all the all the many of the minor prophets. He's like, why are you asking for the day of the Lord to come? Like, do you not know like what the day of the Lord is? Yeah. Uh, the day of the Lord is judgment. Yeah. It's like the 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 axe is taken to the roots. Yeah. Um, and so there there is that idea of of like the fearfulness of judgment that's going mm. to come. Yeah. And that is what our passage is about to death yeah. today. Uh, why don't you read verses twenty seven and twenty eight? Yeah. It says, and just as it was appointed for people to die once, and after this judgment, so also Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Yeah, so what does this passage teach us about death? Mm. Well, everybody's going to die. Everyone's going to die. At least once. At least once. And what happens after death? Right. Is judgment. Like, That's right. Judgment is going to come. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that is just such an unpopular doctrine today. Oh, yeah. It's unpopular because uh, people like to... Uh, uh, it's like a... Another, Sorry, there's a fly. It's another NAD episode. Uh, this one got away. This one titled The Fly That Got Away. Mm, judgment coming. <laughs> I'll get them. All right. But, the, uh, but there's this... I forget where I was. You were saying it's an unpopular. Yeah, thing to so talk yeah, about. unpopular. So just this idea of that people will be judged, mm. and I think people in our in our Western culture, especially, don't like the idea of judgment. They don't no. like the idea of hell. They don't like the idea of eternal separation. And systems of theology have been crafted around that. Yeah, and so there's like this big downshift and like trying to move into reverse to get away from it. Yeah. Um, and, and I said, really, I think one of the reasons why that is, as I was joking with someone the other day, the reason why I think that is is because we're just so middle class. <laughs> and, and this this is what I mean by that. You calling everybody basic? No, I'm, I'm saying we're sheltered. Oh, yeah. Like, I think because we are so sheltered from the evil and the depths of that evil, that that we don't have a concept that justice is good mm-hmm. or that judgment is a good thing. I mean, think back to like 9-11, right? 9-11 happens, great injustice occurs, yeah. and everybody at once long for justice. Yeah. But we are, as a, as a society, largely, um, by God's grace, protected from a lot of those realities, right? Right. Those aren't everyday occurrences. Well, and I think that's one of the things happening in the middle class right now is is because there are a lot of systems that are breaking down. Yeah. A lot of that depravity is getting closer or it yeah. feels like it's getting closer. Sure. And so it's like, oh, man. Mm. Uh, but then when you go into the depths of that depravity, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, come, Lord Jesus, like, put an end to this. 
so I think one of the reasons why we don't like the idea of 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 judgment is is because we we don't understand the depths of depravity. Yeah. Um. We we all like justice needs to, and we, our God is a just God, yeah. so He's going to bring justice, and that that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is even a better thing is is though we all deserve the judgment and wrath of God, He in His kindness has shown mercy. Yeah. Uh, and and we, we see that where He says, um, Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many. Uh, so what is He saying? We all deserve this judgment. Yeah. We all deserve the wrath of God, but Christ bore the sins of many. Yeah. So that's, that's the good news for the Christian. Mm. Um, but once again, he's saying he's coming back. And I think this also helps us to understand, you know, kind of get away from take universalism as an example. Uh, he says he, he did this for a group of people, the many, right? Yeah. Not for all. Not everyone. It's not a universalism. Right. Uh, when, even when we do our communion every week, uh, this is the blood of my covenant, which is said for the forgiveness of many. Yeah. Uh, the uh, sins of the many. Yeah. yeah. So there's, 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 it's not like a universalism that's happening. Uh, it makes me think of like John 3.16. Yeah. Um, so John 3.16. For God so loved the world. Yeah, well, I'm going to read it in the CSB. Which is a different... It, it drives me nuts. Oh, no, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> I'm learning to... I'm, like, I've, I've even started like going back trying to re-memorize old things I've memorized. <laughs> uh, just because I'm, I'm enjoying the version so much. It says, For God loved the world in this way. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. So, very close to what we memorize in like the King James. But then he says this in verse 17, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Mm. So you have this hopefulness of Jesus is in the world to save the world, right? So that's the good news. Uh, And then listen to what he says in verse 18. Anyone who believes in him is not condemned, but anyone who does not believe is already condemned because he has not believed in the name of the one and only Son of God. Mm. This is the judgment. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. Mm. For everyone who does evil hates the light and avoids it so that his deeds may not be exposed. But everyone who lives by the truth comes to the light so that his works may be shown to be accomplished by God. Mm. So I was just saying that there's this idea that Jesus came once the first time, right? Yeah. And he didn't come to judge the world at that time. Yeah. Jesus came to redeem the world. Through offering himself as a world. sacrifice. All the things he, the author of Hebrews has been talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. But now in chapter 9, he's saying, and he is coming back. Yeah. Uh, and in this coming back, those whom he have, has called and justified and sanctified he is going to glorify them right he is going their salvation is here his work will complete but there's also this idea of there's still coming judgment yeah that if we rejected him in this life we have judgment to come Hmm. it's just sobering reality right so if we were to think now towards application um how might we approach that I, I think this idea that life is fleeting. Mm. Uh, I've noticed this as I get older. Uh, I know more people who die. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm that old yet. 
death death is a reality that's going to come to us all yeah, unsuspecting unsuspectingly and so i think on one level it's a is my heart prepared for my death mm. is my heart prepared for my judgment um i think that's one road of application is my heart prepared am i repenting am i pursuing christ working out your salvation working out my salvation but i think also there is this this imperative for evangelism evangelism yeah absolutely like if people's lives are short and not promised to them and judgment is coming and judgment is coming and we believe judgment is going to be as as frightful as we think it is like are we sharing the gospel with it it will when you understand this reality it will test how you love your neighbor. Yeah. You know, when we understand the judgment of of God is coming upon the world and we don't know when, right? No yeah. one knows the hour. Um, man, that should, that should drive us outward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we need to be a church that is concerned deeply about how we reach out to our community, how mm-hmm. we evangelize our community, how we make relationships with those outside of the body. Um, we need to be a people in general on an individual level that are that have our eyes outward, mm-hmm. right? We're not just looking at just the concerns of me and my situation or my my family unit. We mm-hmm. need to be deeply concerned about those we work with, about mm-hmm. those that we are at the park with, uh, you know, you name it, whatever context you're in. Yeah. Uh, we need to be outward facing and then move towards them, Um hoping that the Lord will redeem and save them as well as he has done you. Yeah. Well, and I think there's some other applications we can draw from this, right? So I think for those of us who have been wounded and hurt in this world of knowing like if our trust and faith is in Christ, like he is coming back to, to bring justice. Yeah. Um, now we, we have to be willing for those who have hurt us that if they too repent and believe, we have to rejoice yeah. uh, because Christ paid the penalty. Uh, but but either way... He has still dealt justly. He has still dealt, dealt justly. His wrath was either poured out on the Son or on them themselves. Right. But justice is going to be done. Uh, so I think, I think for especially for hurt people or oppressed people, like this can be a comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think for those of us who, who like struggle with our sin and like we have these... Uh, Sins that we just are fighting and we just can't seem to beat. And it's like we hate them. Yeah. It's like the promise of Christ's return is, is, is a promise of, of life like we haven't experienced yet. Yeah. Total life, freedom. Life of complete freedom yeah. set free from those desires. Yeah. On this earth, you may look at the snare of sin and go, I see it, and then step in it anyway. Right. <laughs> like, why? Did I saw it. Yeah. You know? um, but man, because of what Jesus has done... You won't, there will be no more of that. Mm. It's gone. Yeah. You know, no more temptation, mm. no more sin in itself. Uh, the, or as Revelation says, the former will pass away. Yeah. Because the new has come. So, yeah, a little, a couple of verses, but lots of application oh, yeah. in those couple of verses. Absolutely. So that's, that's the, uh, that's a breathe in. Why don't, why don't I breathe out? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son who came and who bore the sins of many on the cross. We thank you, Lord, that he overcame the grave and and is like a first fruit, Lord, of, of, of all the people who will come after him. 
We thank you that he is coming again to bring salvation to us and to bring justice on the earth. With that truth being said, Lord, may we be a people who share the good news of the first coming of Christ and who give warning about the second. Hmm. Uh, Father, we pray this in his holy name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We'll catch you next time with Hebrews chapter 10.